This is a podcast by Wellhouse Church, where personal spiritual growth is fueled through a variety of practices rather than a single prescriptive time of devotion, where we discuss different spiritual practices that help us be more present with God, others, and ourselves. What's up, practitioners? What's up? How's everybody doing? It is college football Saturday, and it's a good day. It's always a good day on college football Saturday. <laughs> it's a good day. Except when Baylor loses, then it's not a great day. But it's still a great day. It's just not the best day. Yeah. Because football is the greatest sport in the world. I stand by that. And I know that we have uh, international listeners, and I apologize to you. But American football, I just I think it's the greatest sport in the world. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. It's just, I just think it's a, it's a better sport. It is. And um, specifically college, not NFL. Yeah. NFL is terrible. Yeah, it's a different conversation. But, um, so let's wrap up this conversation of okay. why spiritual disciplines and uh, uh, practices matter. Yep. Um, so let's wrap up all of what we talked about from Henry. Our lives get so busy <clears throat> that it's filled with meaningless, not necessarily meaningless, but things that um, provide anxiety, which then leads us to not feeling fulfilled and being unfilled because we are so full of anxiety and not full of life. In life-giving things. It's a very cyclical pattern. It is. And it's something that we all fall into. Oh, yeah. I, I think no matter who you are, no matter your background, I think everybody struggles with this to some degree. Yes. Um, maybe some more than others. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think the three, six, nine combo would fall in there real well. Uh, hmm. Yeah. I think that just f- works. I don't know. Yeah. Um, to make sense for for us, but <clears throat> um, and it seems really paradoxical that we're filled yet unfilled, but we are. We are the relentless pursuit of hurry, right? Um, that is what we all struggle with. It is. It is. well, and it's because, and specifically over here in America, to our international listeners, th- this is not near a problem. Mm-hmm. In, in your cultures as it is in ours. But like we have created a metaphorical construct that our value is tied to how busy we are. Yep. That is not good. Yeah. No, it's not. It's scary, honestly. But then that leads us into what is the meaning of life? What is something that is fulfilling? That's kingdom work. Yeah. So we talked about Jesus's kingdom work and how he does it, which how does Jesus go about kingdom work? Doing good deeds and performing miracles. And doing the will of the father. 
Which Same is team. doing good <laughs> deeds and performing <laughs> miracles. miracles. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, the, the way that Henry presents it is doing the will of the Father. Yeah. Right. And he quotes Jesus multiple times saying something to the effect of... I do nothing that my except father, what my Father wills. Yeah. And... <clears throat> We should take that same perspective that the meaning of why we exist is to do Jesus things. It's to do kingdom things. It's to do kingdom work. Yeah. Um, to fight against death, as you were talking about it yesterday on Let's Talk. The war against death. The war on death. That, oh, I'm going to turn that into a story series. Hmm. I don't. I don't hate it. I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, that's actually going to do a proclamation kind of thing. Yeah, I yeah. like it. But that is our role. That is what we are supposed to do. Which means then, if we are to do the will of the Father, we have to be in tune with the Father. Mm-hmm. How are we in tune with the Father? Henry breaks it down into two things, into two categories. Solitude and community. Mm-hmm. Solitude allows us to spend time with just God and get comfortable in being just in his presence. Right. And in that moment, we get in tuned with the spirit of God. Yeah. Um, and we can hear that quote, still small voice. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Community is also necessary to help you move forward. Right. Um, so the way he talks about it, like we talked about last week, is it is one solitude life interacting with another solitude life. Right. One person in their own experience of God interacting with people in their own experiences of God. That is super important to remember, and we cannot forget that mm-hmm. because community is all about being inclusive. Oh, that, yes. That is the fundamental piece of community. That's also, just if we can sit here for a moment, that's also what makes Christianity so attractive. Yep. Is that it literally is the gospel for the outcast. Mm-hmm. It's literally like the anti-exclusionary element is the beauty. It is literally the most beautiful piece of the picture next to God himself sacrificing himself for humans. Mm -hmm. It's the anti-exclusionary piece. Like, and that's the thing. I don't think people realize how scandalous it is when Paul says in Christ, there's neither Jew nor Greek Male nor female, slave nor free. He gave the main categories of people um, or oppressed people at that time. What he did is he, in saying that, he broke down Mm -hmm. the three biggest socioeconomic barriers upon people. Yep. Like, it's the anti-exclusionary piece. That is what makes Christianity... What What makes Christianity so beautiful? Agreed. And like we talked about yesterday, sadly, that does not always happen. (laughs) No, it does not. Um, And so, 
this is why spiritual practices are so important. Because sometimes you need guidance in these moments of solitude. You need mo- you need guidance in community. Yeah. Um that is why there is spirit discipline handbook wherever it is. It's over here behind me. Um that's why we have things like that um, to help you guide, to help guide you through these moments of being in God's presence. Because sometimes it's not as easy as sitting down and lighting a candle, right? Like, it's or not. sometimes it's not that easy. Well, and sometimes if we're just being honest, it's a grind. Mm-hmm. And you need community around you to keep encouraging you to pursue that. Mm-hmm. They're called disciplines for a reason. Because it like takes I, I say that all the time. They are called disciplines for a reason because it's not always easy to do these things. No. And that's why that's one of the reasons community is so important is because it's a, a constant encouraging space urging you, which creates the tension that we were talking about yesterday. This tension of urging you to get better. Yep. Yeah. That's that's literally the value of community. It's a support group for when you struggle, and it's a place where you can be encouraged to continue to get better. And through that, mm. you end up with friends and people that love you, and you love them, and you do anything for it, and it becomes this inseparable kind of bond. Mm-hmm. That's that's the cycle of genuine true community. Yep. So jeez. So So yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> we have to have true community <coughs> um to help push us in our spiritual journey. Um and to help keep us engaged in doing Jesus things. Yep. Because also what I've found, and this is one of the core values of social work, but the importance of human relationships. Mm. Because sometimes serving others, not sometimes, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this all the time. Serving others, you can't do that alone. What do you, you mean? You need, yes, you can do it, but you need help. You need support sometimes. Yeah, for sure. That's what I'm saying. Like, community is the essential backbone of doing Jesus things. I don't disagree with. It keeps you engaged in it. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I think when I think about it, You, a solitary person, can go and serve people. Mm -hmm. That act, you don't need a backbone of community because you're in community. Mm. Literally, the serving of the people, I think, puts you in community with those people. Agreed. What I'm trying to say is sometimes you need extra resources. No, that's true. That, 
That's very true. And yeah. that's why we're Baptist. Mm -hmm. Autonomous cooperation. Yep. We can do more together than we can ever do alone. That's right. That's 100% true. But I do think there's a piece where... Oh, for sure. The it, community is doesn't stop at the people you're serving. They then become a part of the community. Yeah. Agreed. But yes. So... I want to ask you a question. Okay. When, and I want you to say this in your own words. Okay. Not in Henry's words, which I think is going to be hard. Okay. But when you think about why spiritual disciplines need to exist, mm -hmm. what would you say? Tension. I think spiritual disciplines are key to what's literally all of the conversations we've been having this week. But I think you need the spiritual disciplines so that you can better grow into your divine image. Mm. And I think that's why they have to be disciplines. Because if I'm honest, and I say this all the time, I, I don't I don't think that everything should be easy in life. No. no. In the same way, I, I'm not we one of our community members at our in Wellhouse, she's a pilot mm -hmm. and she just did some training. And by the end of it, she was like plum exhausted. And I told her, I was like, I, I'm very sorry that that was difficult on you. But as someone who flies I am very glad that your training is rigorous and that it's a difficult journey for you to get certified to do certain things. Yeah. Like in the same way, I think there should be things that are hard. Oh yeah. And require training to get there. I think spiritual disciplines are the same way. Mm -hmm. I, I think, I think there's value in them being difficult and having, because Pursuing your telos of your divine image is worth the struggle. Yeah. And that's why it's so, it's so important to have something like a rule of life. Yes. 150 million percent. That is why a rule of life is so important. Yeah. Because you need, you need set rules and guidelines in your life yep. to help push you in this direction. I actually just redid my rule like mm. two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I changed the format and I'm going to put it in my bathroom because I have not recently done a great job of monitoring if I'm doing all of them. Cause I've got mine broken down by day, week, month, quarter, half year and year. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing a good job of keeping track of all of them. I am making changes in my own life to make my rule of life more focal for me. Yeah. It is that important. Yeah. Like it it's important to have direction. Yep. And while I don't disagree with this statement, I don't think that it's fully helpful. Until you have become comfortable in that place of solitude, having the spirit be that whole guide is real difficult. Yeah. 
right? <laughs> Until 100%. you're comfortable that you can, you are in constant communication all day long and you can hear and feel the spirit moving inside you to help guide you. Yeah. You need, you need direction. Yeah. And that's what spiritual disciplines provide. Yep. They do. And I think to Henry's point as well, and this is actually something that Stanley Hauerwas helped me out with immensely. Stanley Hauerwas is a proponent of narrative theology. Mm-hmm. Narrative theology can get real dicey real fast mm-hmm. because it's super subjective. <clears throat> Stanley thinks that the community is the guardian of the faith tradition. They're, they are the ones that teach you how to use narrative theology. Even the disciplines exist best within a construct of community because it's the community of faith. It's the, it's the communication of God to all of the people of God together. In unison, it's actually making a way so that no one is left out because you're getting immense amounts of voices from lots of different perspectives and making something inclusive Mm -hmm. and life giving. That's right. It like that piece of it that that the community Mm -hmm. is what hands down the disciplines and faith traditions um, is actually like key for me Mm -hmm. that it's always about the community. I I think that that's a very, I I don't disagree at all. And as we talked about last week, that's why one of our values is to be relational, right? But in order to be relational, you have to understand yourself. Yep. Which that starts with Henry's whole solitude piece. Yep. Right, the being being self aware enough to be able to be vulnerable, yeah, to build these relationships, yep. Um, which also comes in in spiritual disciplines as well, yeah. Right, like you have the listening prayer, um, you have a reflective meditation practices, right? Like this this basic place where you as a person need to be to build relationships starts in solitude. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Because the other thing is, is I think you have to be a healthy enough individual to be a healthy community member. Not saying that you can't be in community when you're not healthy. Correct. A hundred percent. But you're going to be the best asset to the community when you're your healthiest version of yourself. And it's in the moments when you're not a healthy person that you also need community. Right. Yes. Because you need people to lean on. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And and that's kind of, that's sort of what Henry was talking about too in his community piece is that um, they feed into one another. Right. Your community piece helps you get comfortable hearing the, the voice of the Lord in this setting, which helps influence hearing the voice of the Lord in solitude. Yep. Right. And so 
even when you're not healthy, you still need community. A hundred percent. Well, you, and that's when you need it the most, I think. I, I think so, because you're having a hard time standing on your own two feet. Therefore, you need other people there to help hold you up. Well, and this and that's is that whole Moses story with the, yep, the staff. It is. And it's also. It's not just that you need people to hold you up. That's it's in those moments, those really hard and painful moments where you have to be self-aware enough to know that you don't want to pray. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't want to seek the Lord. It's in those moments that you need the Lord to keep his promise that he is seeking you. And it's in the community that you realize that. It's in the community that you realize that God is seeking you and speaking to you through his people, through the people who are in good fellowship with him. And your hard time, your struggle didn't put you outside of that. The community actually becomes the constant. Remember that God is and always will be seeking you even when you are not seeking him.